Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang, Brandon the Mick Foster. Hey, hey, good morning. And the lovely Lady M. Well, hello, everybody. I tell you what, Em, if it wasn't for you, it'd be a lot harder to wake up these Saturday mornings. Oh, really? Yeah, Brandon ain't doing anything for me. Oh, <laughs> don't make my head bigger than it is. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and, you know, Emily, you, know, they didn't, you didn't read the memo? What's the memo? Last week was bikini week. What is this week? It was lingerie week. What's up? Oh. Uh, Seriously. You missed it. I, I Big time. Because you don't want to see what I'm wearing under the shirt. It's not that attractive. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> that is what you think. And you are sorrowfully mistaken, young lady. <laughs> well, Em, you know, what, what our listeners don't probably know is what a trooper you are. I you, am a trooper. You are. You're just an athlete, party goer, nonstop, mountain climbing, biking, Running and of course starting every Saturday morning drinking. So, what is that you're? Hey, I don't want to send the wrong message or anything, but um... no, I, I think it's the absolute right message. It's all right. What, what, what are you drinking this morning? Um, what is the signature cocktail for the week? Well, this signature cocktail goes out to obviously we're going to Las Vegas this week. That's right. Woo. Sin City. So uh, this week we're drinking a Viva Las Vegas. It's got you know the whole nine from 151 to Seagrams to, to little 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 bit of soda. Yeah. Yeah, let me try this thing. <laughs> okay, I'm awake. Wow. You're actually drinking that? I am, I wow. am. Wow. Okay. Hey, man, it's it's 9 a.m. here. <laughs> I, just grew, I just grew a few hairs on my chest. It's happy hour somewhere. Wow. Yes, we are going to Vegas. We're excited. It's the annual IPCPR annual convention for our industry. So, uh, actually, uh, I'll be hopping on a plane uh, a few hours after the show today, and uh, Emily will be uh, following up with us on uh, Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Good. Good stuff. Excited about going to Vegas? I can't wait. My first time. No. Oh. I just really? Hope, I just hope I make it back. I'm taking you to Vegas <laughs> for, for your first time. I'm so I'm excited. Pop- Can you? I was about to say something. I wasn't even sure I could say it, but I'm popping something for you. I'm taking you to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. Really? Oh, you're gonna have a blast. I'm telling you, I just hope I make it back. Oh wow! Can I, if I don't make it back, you're on, on your time, own. You're I, on your own, kid. You do got I your still ticket. Have my job. Oh yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't make it back. I got, I got to sit you down and tell you my Vegas story of the of the first day I was ever there. It was uh. awful. Oh my god, just the worst day How ever. Did you have a bad day in Vegas? Oh man, oh. I'm telling you what, bro. We did not prepare correctly at all. And, and I'm not going to get into the whole story because it would take up the entire hour. But the, the, wow. pu- the punchline, the culmination of it, were basically homeless wandering the streets at 5 in the morning on the 4th of July with nowhere to go. And no, none of us had slept the entire night before just dying. It that's, was bad. That's like the end of every great Vegas weekend. <laughs> I, I hear what a Hangover 3 about? coming on. Just <laughs> a storyline for Hangover 3. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, listen, I'll tell you something funny. You know what I got in the mail yesterday? What? Hmm. I got a traffic ticket in the mail from automated camera. Oh, what no. What was your picture? You had no, they got, they, they got a picture of the back of my truck with the license plate, uh-huh. and that's it. Come on. No, seriously. And But, you know, I mean, Brandon, you know a lot of people use my truck. Yeah. Guys in the shop go run, make deliveries, go to the post office, whatever needs that get done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, how are they going to give me a ticket for this? So you know what I did? Disputed it. No, no. It was a $100 fine. Took out a $100 bill, took a picture, and mailed it back. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I can't wait to see what they're going to say. 
Excellent. I did. Excellent. Normally call. they have they have the face though, like you know. Nope. Well, if they did, it wasn't on the piece of paper. It had the back of my truck and the license plate. That's weird. Or we did have the face. You still couldn't see who was in there because my my windows are tinted on the sides. Right. But it's still dark. So but it's always like the frontal view. No. It's just like you're making this like really awkward, no. uncomfortable face. No, you're like flying through a red no. light. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to see. I was trying to see who was driving because it right. very well could have not been me. Does it give the date, the time, the whole the whole night? Oh yeah, it's yeah, time stamped it was, and all it that. It was like from three weeks ago. Come on, let's do some CSI on no. this. Let's see who I, it was. I just, just want to see what they do when they get a picture of their hundred dollar bill. That's obnoxious, <laughs> though. That 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 kind of technology is no. not. It, are we really moving forward at that point? Like really? That's what they're doing. Come on. <laughs> well, anyways. It's time for our lighted up section. We all got nice cigars. We're going to be lighting up this morning, and I'm going to start here in honor of our uh, guest today, George A. Rico, president of Grand Habano Cigars. I have chosen a Grand Habano Corojo Imperial Number no. 5. This is, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by 6x60 cigars. It works. You know, in my hand, it looks like a normal cigar. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a Robusto in my hand. So I have no problem with this cigar. You know, it, it's a... Nicaraguan grown Corojo. It's so it's it's really full bodied, rich and spicy. So I'm, I'm kicking it off this morning. I'm pull, I'm, I'm running an all nighter here. So I've been up Ugh. getting ready for the show, getting ready for Vegas, getting ready for the shop before we leave. So this is gonna. If I'm not awake yet, I'm, I'm gonna be awake smoking this cigar. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I'm lighting up. What about uh, you, Bryn? I got I got a confusing stick here. I got. Uh let me just give you some countries. We got Honduras, Nicaragua, Panama, San Andreas, Mexico. We got we got a lot of different tobaccos going on in the, in this cigar. It's the Azteca, uh, the Azteca from Gran Habano, and I'm smoking the Jaguar. Ooh, I need something like that. It's a six by fifty four. It's actually pretty affordable. It's a it's a six uh, six dollar and sixty cent. Cigar, good size to it. It's got a Maduro wrapper on it. A lot of flavor. A lot of, a lot of meaty body to it. It's a really nice cigar. Meaty body. Okay. Good. Meaty body. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and what you smoking? Um, this, morning? this morning, actually, I'm I'm smoking a um, agar Corona Gorda. Oh. It's nice. actually really good. It's a six by forty six. It's a a Corojo wrapper from Ecuador. Um, it's definitely a smooth smoke. And you know what I love about it? It spells out his initials. Gar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how cute. It's seven fifty retail price. It's not, you know, it's perfect. How cute. <laughs> well, look, as always, uh, all these cigars from the Grand Habano uh, family will be our KMA Radio Weekly Cigar Specials. They'll be buy four sticks, get one free, whether uh, you're in store or um, you can get them uh, through the web. For information, visit www dot kissmyashradio dot com, and of course we'll be cutting and lighting these cigars with obviously my, one of my favorite accessory companies, Zycar. Zycar guaranteed for life products, and no matter what you do, no matter what happens, they will make sure you always have the finest working instruments. And um, as always, we'd like to give away a matching cutter and lighter set. Uh, and today they have a very nice red XI. One cutter. It's the um, all aluminum casing. Um, nice bright red cutter. And matching it is one of my favorite lighters, the Enigma. Mm. The red Enigma is a little square one with the it's double, got the double action double, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah double yeah. torch. Top opens automatically when you pull the lever down. Yeah. Thanks. So it's it's about a hundred and ten dollar retail value. And um, the tenth caller will get that free set. Nice. Easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it one more time. 
It does not come in pink. I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm waiting. Zycar. Jerry, are you listening, yeah, Jerry? Jerry, dear, if you're out there, they want pink. Bedazzled, probably. Lady M wants her own signature I wanted, pink I wanted lighter. to match my diva cup. No, that's, a, that's a tall order, I got to tell you. That's going to be a one-of-a-kind. Well, Brandon, as you know, I do live in a man cave. Don't mm. get out much. I'm in the cigar shop. Tell us, what is going on in the world out there today? I would be happy to tell you what's going on in the world today. We have got some just absolutely weird things happening out here. Uh, first off the bat, Richard Bombain. Not unlike yourself, Abe, he got a ticket, but his, his, uh, his reason was driving without a license. So when the when the cops came up and, and approached him, you know, license and registration, give him the whole song and dance, he uh, he informed them that he did not have a license because the DMV would not give him a license. <laughs> he chose to drive anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this guy. But he had a good excuse. They were against him. They wouldn't give it to him because he is legally blind. Get out of here. Wow. He was driving. He's blind. That was his excuse. Was he really blind? He's legally blind. Legally you know, blind. you can how, still kind of see. How was he driving? I, that, that part I he's, don't know. Uh, he's got some... Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I know. They, they weren't even too <laughs> off-put by it, by the way. There, there was no, like, huge debacle or arrest or anything like that. They just took him off the road. Wow. <laughs> took him off the road. Yeah. you got to get picked up. Isn't, like, half the drivers in the state of Florida legally blind well, driving? I, exactly. Half of them don't even see over the steering wheel. You're behind, like, grandma and, you know, They've got to be. Hey, that's my grandmother. You make fun of <laughs> They've got to be. It, it, it's getting out of hand out there. Um, this one, this one I love, and and I I hope everyone can sympathize the way I sympathize with these poor people. There was a woman, Lakeisha Beard, and she, I saw the picture of this woman when I was doing my research. Uh, what a looker! Holy, <laughs> what a name! Holy Lakeisha? Lord! As unique as a name, I'm, I'm going to assume. <laughs> oh, brutal! She, yeah, she, she uh, r- ridiculous. Anyway, this behemoth woman, uh, she was on a cell phone conversation. For 16 hours. Oh Hold where, on. Wait for it. Where are you getting these stories? <laughs> on a, what battery lasts 16 hours? <laughs> she was on a crowded train, though. She was moving. It was like an Amtrak train, passenger train. Wow. Completely. That's like being in a plane and having someone on a <laughs> cell phone oh for God. 16 hours. So finally, I'm assuming after the 15th hour or so, all the passengers on this, you know, this is a long train ride they all start to get irate and go back and forth and they're complaining and getting the authorities well she refused to hang up and she got as they uh <laughs> as they coined here uh she refused to hang up and got aggressive with the police that's the word that they wow. used to, to to say that she wasn't acting like a well after, i don't know if i can after say that. like the five hour <laughs> after like the fifth hour i literally i would just take that phone i'd go to jail for you know whatever throw the phone <laughs> against the window i want to know what that Poor bastard she was talking to. I, that's what I was that saying. Poor guy. Really. Poor um, guys. Unacceptable. All right. Well, the bad behavior continues in this one. Catherine. Catherine. I'll go back to my college now. Yeah. Catherine Baker, 48 years old here. Oh, she's going through a divorce with uh, her husband, whose name has been undisclosed. And uh, what did she choose to do about this divorce instead of taking it in stride? She poisons her husband with Ooh. some kind of drug. Hold yeah. on. 
Okay. I'm ready for okay. you. <laughs> it gets worse, by okay. the way. Buckle up. As a, mar- as a married man, I'm listening. Yeah, well, well, you might want to perk up your ears a little bit. Yeah. The as a more, potential wife, I'm listening. <laughs> Let's hope that's not the case. Because she drugged her husband so he would fall asleep, and then she proceeded to cut off the man's penis, put it in the garbage disposal, really, and turn the garbage disposal Stop on. Come on. Uh-huh. And then... This is this is my favorite. With all the excuses and the people getting aggressive and all of these things, this is what I love about this. <laughs> when the police arrested her, and this this was not a good situation, she told the officials that her husband, and I quote, deserved it. Wow. I, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm a woman, and you know, you Another. men out there are just. I don't think any guy deserves that. That's pretty serious. Yeah, another Bobbit moment. That's that. That one's pretty serious. Uh, wow, not good news today, Brandon. Yeah. No, you know, not, very, you know, not good news. Very, not, <laughs> very. I'm down now. I, I don't live know what in, to say. I live in a negative what world. When they like fall back in love and they want to be back together and they want to call off the divorce, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I want to be with you, but not now." I, I feel. <laughs> I, I feel like I just walked into a cold pool. <laughs> Well, listen, stick around, folks. Um, after the break, we'll be doing our Meet Your Maker segment. Uh, this week's uh, special guest will be live from Las Vegas, George A. Rico, president of Grand Habano Cigars. Uh, listen in as we have a lively chat with George and learn more about Grand Habano Cigars and the fine cigars they make. Let's just hope he's awake when he answers the phone. Back in 2.5. Cause to me they're all the same. Bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th Anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to Relax with and enjoy.
Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Provada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Provada can be best described in one word. Satisfied. You're listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. After a lot of uh, depressing news from uh, the Mick over there. That's gonna, what I do. We're going to see if we get some good news depressing. here. <laughs> Let's see. I think we have a uh, winner in our Zykar uh, giveaway here. Uh, Phil. Phil, yeah. welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. You're on the air, Phil. How you doing? I love your show. Hey, thank you very much, Phil. We're trying. We're doing our best. Where are you calling from? Uh, Master Pequot Park, New York. Good and tight. New York. Well, Phil, congratulations. You're our Zykar winner of the week. Thank you very much. I enjoy the show immensely, and I love the uh, the segment with all the makers. That's a very yep. good segment. Yeah, Excellent. it's just nice. Okay, and hopefully we're going to be bringing you uh, quality people to talk to every week for as long as we can. Great. Well, Phil, stay on the air. We'll get your information, and okay. thanks for listening. Thank you very much. All right. New York, very, very cool. Hey, man, we're going global here. Right, we're getting there. Well, listen, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's time for Me, Your Maker. Ooh, I like that extra <laughs> touch there, Mary. That was nice. Like, oh. A little fantasy. Have a look. Let's hope George is there. <laughs> George. Hello. George. Oh, he's away. <laughs> George, we had an, we, we had an over and under bet with you whether you'd actually be awake for the show. I I, I actually fell asleep the last two hours before you called me. <laughs> <laughs> George, live, very live from live from Las Vegas. I bet you it was a long night. It's uh, you guys are what two hours behind there, so now it's like seven twenty. Uh, I think it's three or something like that. Whatever. Is it? Th- well. Uh, yeah, three. Either way, you're on time. How, how's it looking for Vegas? Did you get in, start working on the booths yet? 
No, we haven't. Uh, you know, I, I I just got in yes last night uh, in the afternoon, so I didn't get a chance to uh, go downstairs, and uh, that's actually what I'm going to do right after I leave. So it's going to be it's pretty complicated. Hopefully, everything will go well. It always does. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, I really appreciate you getting up early in the midst of, in the midst of trying to get ready for the trade show and uh, coming on the air with us as uh, we uh, talk to you and find out what's going on in the world of Grand Habano Cigars. So, you know, you, I'm glad, I'm glad. So. Thank you. Um, you know, you and your father have successfully built a vertically integrated cigar company, you know. Can you tell us how your family got in the cigar business and maybe explain to our, our listeners the uh, importance of vertical integration? Sure, sure. I mean, you know, uh, my family has been uh, farming tobacco in Colombia for uh, over uh, three generations now. And then when we uh, left Colombia or uh, late 80s, came to the United States, uh, you know, we did other things outside of that. But uh, we got back into the business during the boom. Uh, started growing tobacco, manufacturing in uh, Honduras, growing tobacco in Nicaragua. And sort of that's how we maintain the family business going after a few years, like anybody uh Immigrating to the United States, it was difficult at first, but it was exciting, and we got the opportunity to uh, continue what we were doing before. And outside of, uh, you know, vertically integrated company, it's, it's, it's kind of one of the great things about it. I mean, we do the whole process, the manufacturing. Well, actually starts with the growing, the manufacturing, and our course, our, the distribution of our brand. So it allows us to be very competitive with our brand and give a great quality product for value price. Does it give you better control of your blending and, and the tobacco that's available to you for you to use? Well, I mean, you know, we use about 90% of the tobacco that we grow in our blend. So what uh, what it allows us to do is maintain the quality over the years. Uh, as opposed to going out and buying tobacco every year from crop, you know, from one grower to another, we're the growers. So really it allows us to maintain quality control. That way uh keeps the cost down. We're doing the whole process. And... You were able to give the cigars that people are enjoying now. The Grand Abano Number no. Five. Uh, it's a great uh, value cigar and has a great wrapper. Corojo uh, Nicaragua. Smoking the, smoking the Imperial myself this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're smoking that one, you got to smoke the Big Brother, the 66 by 6 the Czar. It's one of our best sellers now, uh, and people are loving it. I mean. I know you, so definitely I think the 66 will go better in your hand. <laughs> that's a – George, this is Brandon. Uh, that's a 66, you're saying? 66 by 6, yeah. That's called the czar. <laughs> it's been out for a couple of years, but now it's really started to, to flourish. People are enjoying it. and It's on in, in the same blend as the Corolla number 5. Nice. I like it, czar. I should be smoking a czar. No kidding. Yeah, How look. will that look in my hand? <laughs> wow. We could go there. Is it too it's, easy? It would probably be our last show ever. Wow. Okay. Woo. Next. Uh, George, listen, recently I've been seeing the phrase uh, GR Tabacaleras Unidas appearing next to Grand Habano Cigars, like on your website. Is there a special meaning to this? Well, yeah, I mean, both my dad and I share the same initials, uh, GR, uh, you know, George Rico, Guillermo Rico. So the factory is named after each other. And so uh, we started promoting the brand and the factory uh, that, that we, you know, we built uh, brick by brick in Honduras. So we're very proud of that. And, and we wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure that the, that the factories also mentioned that there's some uh, something great, you know, about the, the fact that we have a lot of great workers down there. 
that spent a lot of time there. I, you know, I have employees that have been with us for over 15 years manufacturing. So uh, why not, you know, let them know that, that we're mentoring them? Absolutely. And, and speaking of the factory, how big is the Grand Habano, you know, operation factory as far as like how many people are you employing at the factory? You know, how many cigars are being produced daily? And, you know, where does that stand in relation to other cigar companies? be considered probably a mid-range uh, uh, brand at this point or factory our operation we're manufacturing between 22 and 25,000 cigars daily um, and you know we employ about roughly about uh, three to four hundred people on a daily basis out of the factory that doesn't uh, include you know the, the, the farms where in the farms in the growing season uh, we could employ up to a thousand different people yeah, so it's quite significant. I mean, you know, that's that's the great thing about cigars. Not a lot of people know about it, but it's actually a lot of labor involved. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, I know you know, but maybe some of the consumers may not know. And uh, so it's exciting to know that there's so many different people involved in the process right before you get that cigar. So it's you know, I hear a lot of people saying that the cigar will touch at least. They say you know. 10, 20 different people's hands, ultimately, I, I consider that to be about a 1,000 people. So, You know, and that, that's the one thing that you're, you're right. Most people don't realize all the effort involved, and it's not until they go down there and actually see it for themselves. It's the number one yeah. thing that they get. It's like, wow, I didn't realize all the work that goes, you know, into making a cigar. They just don't, you're right. That's the number one thing that people mm-hmm. really do not realize. And not to get on a tangent, George, but I guess one of yeah. your disciples, the, the, the mayor from Port St. Lucie, yeah. He's, shout, he's shouting out on the shout box here. Yeah. Ask Rico why I call him Cigar Boy. <laughs> well, I wasn't aware I was Cigar Boy, but maybe it's because of my age. I don't yeah. know. I figured it was some inside joke from the event. Didn't you do a Cinco de Mayo event at the well, Port St. Lucie store? No, no, no. Yes, I recall. I recall the, the Cinco de Mayo celebration up in Port St. Lucie. That was an exciting I, one. I figured there must have been some story behind that. I don't recall, to be honest with you. I did have a couple of beers at the end of the night. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw the videos. The videos are on our YouTube channel. They're chugging beers and then bending over and spinning around a wooden cigar. Literally fumbling over. And then you have to go... Yeah, you had to go chug another one, and then when you throw it away, that's the time. Oh, it's, it's, it's like a race. It was it's hilarious. Cool. It was hilarious. It was funny. I mean, especially when guys felt. But I was, uh, I was worried about maybe a lawsuit or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was probably one of the funnest <laughs> events I ever had at that store. Where was I? Yeah, I don't know. You're probably out drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. somewhere. <laughs> Hiking, drinking there. something. I don't know. <laughs> but listen, George, you know, I, I think, was Grand Habana your first uh, premium release in the cigar market? Yeah, it was. It was. We uh, right. acquired the brand um, 2000, 1999, I think it was. And uh, I've introduced the brand in 2002. So ever since then, we've, you know, that's been our main focus. Our Connecticut number one, our Habana number three, and our Corona number five have been our mainstay cigars that we've sort of worked behind. And uh, it's really uh, worked well for us. And in doing so, you know, we've been able to introduce other brands like the Azteca. Uh, years ago, we introduced the VL and the Tres Siglos. Well, I, I should call it the Three SLS now. But um, you know, overall, we've uh, we've been introducing extensions of the Gran Habano brand. But well, it was what, the first. What can you say about the evolution of your blends from from Gran Habano to you know Gar, Azteca, and your newer brands? Well, one of the things about our brands is that we 
see, years ago, uh, probably 10, 15 years ago, Toros were probably the mainstay. And uh, we were sort of starting out, uh, and it was difficult for us to get tobacco at the time. So uh, one of the things my father used to do was really blend a lot of different tobaccos that were available at the time uh, that were inexpensive, that were good quality. Panamanian tobacco, uh, of course, Colombian tobacco uh, was the one that we've used uh, in our blends ever since the beginning. Uh, Nicaraguan, Honduran, Mexican. So the evolution of blending for us has always been sort of one of the key components of our brand's uh, uh, huge, uh, you know, the, the success of it because um, we blended cigars that sort of pair well with each other and in the process, I think the industry has become that. It's, it's what is the next blend? What is the next cigar? And, uh, I, you know, for me, blending... It's one of the best things that I enjoy. Outside of probably just building a brand or, or, or the face of brand, uh, the designing the boxes, I think well, overall the, the best thing is it's blending. And, well, speak- uh, sorry. I'm sorry? No, I was going to say, speaking of blending, we have a question from uh, George. He wanted to know, he shouted out in the shout box, uh, what, of all the different tobaccos that you're talking about and blends, what, what's your favorite tobacco that you like to work with and use? Well, I'll be honest with you. I love Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, but that is probably the one that I start with. That's, you know, we grow in Jalapa. Uh, this year we're going to start in SOE. Uh, but, you know, Nicaraguan tobacco has a great flavor, very earthy, depending on the, on the, on the valley or the region. It's a really good tasting tobacco to start off. It, it's really full body, depending on the cut. So it allow, I like that. I really do enjoy, uh, difference. I mean, I, I've smoked, tobacco from Pakistan, Afghanistan, India, trying to make blends. Uh, you know, uh, it's Perique tobacco from St. Parish, uh, New Orleans. has always been one of my favorites to try to ever work, but it's, that was on the VL. So to, but Nicaraguan, essentially, is the one that I love. Well, neat. Good stuff. Well, listen, George, stick around. We're going to go to a break. Uh, we'll right. have a couple more, we'll have a couple more questions for you after the break. And also, uh, if you guys want to call in, call in at 877-927-6969 and maybe you can ask George a couple of questions. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. cigars and smoking shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. 
With Vegafina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Capturing the spirit of Havana, one cigar at a time, is the best way to describe Zycar's great-tasting HC series of premium cigars. Rated 92 and chosen in the top 25 cigars of 2010. Smoke In proudly carries all three blends. Connecticut Shade, Criollo, and Habano Colorado. All at great new prices to boot. Match these premium cigars with Zycar's exceptional accessories, known for their unconditional lifetime warranty. And you'll find yourself in Smoker's Paradise. Zycar, for life. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubana cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among premium cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubana cigars have the reputation of one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market today. La Gloria Cubana is available at all smoke-in locations. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnamar series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. You are listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ash. Radio with our very special guest live from Las Vegas, Sin City, George A. Rico. George, still with us? Yeah, of course. I'm here. I was hoping you didn't fall back asleep. No, I got to go down and work after this. <laughs> I got to work out a little bit, so I got to make them, before the sun comes up, run a mile or so. Good for you. You're a better man than me. Um, the mayor also wanted me to shout out to you something about the domino game last time you guys were together. So I don't know that brings... Let me tell you this, this. I gotta be honest with you. You gotta you gotta start some training classes or something down there because these guys do not know how to play dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, in the, you're in the Gringoville, bro. What do you want them to do? <laughs> I want their ass so bad. <laughs> Listen, we also got a Twitter question. Why um, why does why don't you make the Grand Reserve number three a regular production and not limited? Well. It is a, it, it's considered a regular production, meaning the Grand Reserva was a project that I started in 2008 and it was just released in the last week of last year, in December. 
And what it is is just a very limited production of cigars, that, and then we age them for about three years. Uh, the 2008 which is, was just released, uh, and we have to wait until the end of the year for the 2009. I wish I could make, but the quality cigars that we're picking, we're actually picking the top 10% of our, of our crops and making these cigars, so we're aging them. I wish I could produce more, but it's just impossible. Uh, and we have them available when they come in, you know, two, three hundred boxes at a time every week or every other week, unfortunately. You know, I would love to have them all the time, but it's just a cigar that's been aging for almost four years now. And we've really taken the time to give it the the, the treatment that it deserves in order for it to go to the consumer, you know. So, unfortunately, that's the reason why. No, definitely understandable, and I hope that answers a Twitter question on the KMA yeah. shout box. Good enough. We're going to take a call here, George, one second. Sure. Uh, Sully, Sully, you're on the air. Well, hello. Welcome How to Kiss My Ash Radio. All right. I'm, I, it's a great name there. Uh, by the way, how is it that you guys just get to lay around and uh, smoke and drink and cheese uh, <laughs> in their lingerie? Good. <laughs> it's a tough life. We, we yeah, you very gotta know from life. Your, yeah, you got to know from your mom. <laughs> well, mom doesn't know won't hurt her. Oh, mom will not her box. She'll get over it, huh? She'll get over it. What can we do for well, you, Shelly? Well, anyway, just uh, talking to me is all I ask, and uh, I'm a songwriter, and I'm being inspired, and the KMA, you know, you got a little attitude with that thing there, you know, and uh, I'm going to write you a song. Well, we're here, Shelly. <laughs> Give us a holler when it's ready, all right, my friend? All Thanks right, for listening to the so. show. Next week. You right, got it, buddy. buddy. Take care, Sully. <laughs> Thanks, Sully. <laughs> well, Wait, George. Yeah. We got the trade show coming up in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got new where you could give our listeners a little sneak peek of what's coming out and what, what, what we could expect from uh, Grand Habano Cigars? Well, we have two projects that I'm really excited about uh, because these have been in the works for over... You know, one of the blends have been in the works for over three years. It's, it's called the Gar Opium. Uh, I know it's probably the name is a little bit controversial, but it's a very exciting cigar. Meaning in the blend, it has some tobaccos that are just, uh, you know, I mentioned them earlier actually in the in the conversation. But um, that's going to be released. That's part of my SDK line, and the SDK line is a line that's going to be uh, two limited edition cigars twice a year. Uh, we're releasing actually. Uh, the SDK Lancero and the Gar Opium. The SDK Lancero is actually my private blend um, that I'm releasing. You know, I, I give it out once in a while at events, and you know, yeah, you've given me one of those. I think that's a great cigar. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, the, um, I'm actually releasing the Connecticut, and then I was actually thinking of releasing the Habano version of that. And it's a great tasting smoke. I mean, it's a cigar that you could smoke all day long. I smoke three or four of those a day. And so we're giving the, the people the opportunity to be able to smoke that blend that I've smoked for years. And then the opium, which is going to be out later in the year, we're going to be showcasing it at the show. It's a full body, really great tasting, very complex blend. Uh, so I can't wait for people to try that. And that's under the SDK. Uh, and then the final project that we're doing, uh, it's called the um, George Rico VIP. And what it is is a very great value line. Mm. That we're introducing, you know, cigar that you know MSRP from three fifty four dollars uh, is wow. four fifty. Wow. engages. Yeah, it's a, it's one of the things that you know. I know things are tough right now. People 
are always looking for a great cigar value price. I mean, that's what Gran Habano's always been known for. So we're actually bringing back 1998 prices for us. So uh, with this line, and, and hopefully I think people enjoy it. It's a full-body cigar. We have a sweet tip cigar, and then we have a Maduro, uh, which is also full-body. So I can't wait for like people to go with the final. I like that price. If, if only the gas prices would take a hit from you. Right? <laughs> well, man, let me tell you, it's horrible out there with the gas. I don't know what's yeah. going on anywhere in the world, but someone's making money. <laughs> oh, they're making money. Yeah. It's not me. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Well, um, listen, the mayor keeps shouting at you. He wanted to let you, <laughs> this guy's nonstop. He wanted to let you know that the opium was an awesome smoke. I guess you gave him one at the Cinco de Mayo event. So he wanted to thank I you. I did, yeah. You. I'm glad, yeah. They, they were actually one of probably five people that tasted the cigar before anybody. You know, right, we're going to showcase them at the show. People are going to be able to try them. You're going to be able to try them when you're here. So I hope you uh, give me a call when you land so we go out and have a couple of drinks. Well, listen, I'm, I'm already on an all-nighter, George, so I'm landing. I'm probably going to get a bite to eat, and I got to go to sleep. Bull. I no, call bull. I call bull. I call I bull, bull on too. that. No, boo this man. Just, no, just so boo. you know, I, I have an you 8 o'clock I'll make, I'll make it a meeting the next morning. Hey, I'll call. I'll wake you up. I'll call and wake you up. You're good. Emily, You're if you, I if you wake me up does. personally, I'll get Brandy out of there. Brandy will be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I call bull. You'll be up all night again. I don't know. Well, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not 20 years old. Hey, I get those, there Tuesday. Be ready to be up. Those two, three nights in a row of staying up just doesn't work like it used to. Okay, whatever. We went, we went out one Friday, and I was like, hey, we should do this once once a month. Once a month? <laughs> well, yeah, Five months every three months. Yeah, we're like, like out till six in the morning, a huge group of us. We're like, we should do this once a month. Really? Maybe <laughs> 10 years ago. can't even handle that. We're not young puppies, Georgia, we are anymore, huh? <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right about that. I'm no, George, you old. want to disagree. George disagrees with you. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I yeah. do it every once a week. George, I'll see you in Vegas. I'm just yeah. a worn out old man. <laughs> Listen, talking about yeah, trade yeah. show stuff too, George, what, what was that deal with the, the mega, like, large cigar that you were sporting at your booth oh, last yeah. year? Yeah, well, that was a concept that my dad and I were sort of working over the years. And we thought, you know, going to the trade show, we're, you know, we're not a biggest company. Um, we thought, you know, let's do something that's going to make people talk for a long time. And so we put together this cigar, actually, right before the show, we finally came up with the idea. And it took us only 20 days and 20 uh, devoted uh, workers to make it. And uh, it's a cigar that, that it, I mean, I still have it. It's in the middle of my warehouse. I, I don't know what to do with it. No, it's actually in the way now. Is it the biggest cigar in the world? Uh, you know what? We're, we've been trying to contact the people from, uh, from Guinness here and there, trying to figure out. I definitely consider it to be the biggest ring gauge cigar in the world because it's 1920. I don't think there's a cigar out there. I mean, the cigars that I've seen are, are, have been long, but like regular Churchill sizes that they're, you know, like a mile long or whatever, but nothing like this. Not so our way. listeners, so our listeners can have a clue. Give us some dimensions. Give us some statistics on this this cigar. Okay, well, the ring gauge, like I said, is nineteen hundred and twenty. Nineteen hundred and twenty. I love wow. that you didn't just transfer it over into feet or whatever. It's it's wow. an actual ring gauge. Well, yeah, I mean that was the whole purpose. You got to maintain it within the cigar uh, numbers, but <laughs> I, I guess great. you would consider it, it's about um, three You're feet across. Yeah, and I was going to say it's got to be two and a half, three feet across. Yeah, and then the length of the cigar is 19 feet. 19 um, feet. 
19 feet long, yeah. yeah. It actually has one of the... I, I would consider this to be the world's biggest cigar band, too. You wow. could, you could, there's actually a cigar band on there. And so, and I mean, this thing uh, has a, a piece of furniture that's carried, I mean, to support the weight. I mean, it, it weighs over, I believe, 3,000 pounds. Oh. Yeah, that's about 20,000 pounds. That was me last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Wow. Well, listen, we're going to bring Emily down to the warehouse one day, and we're going to saddle that thing up. We're going to put her right on it. And uh... well, if you do, I think if you go on the on our Facebook page, there's actually a picture of me sitting on top of this thing, which I kind nice. of... Yeah, I saw <laughs> I, I saw that picture. That's where I got the idea from. Have we oh, there you go. Well, I mean, look, cigar? I'm working on a concept. I actually am opening up a factory on 8th Street and Southwest 8th Street, and it's going to be down there probably. So I invite anybody that wants to come and see it. It's going to be down there. They can take pictures, do whatever they want with it. We're, we're going to bring Emily down there. She, she asked if anybody's actually lit the cigar. No, no one's lighting the cigar. Well, you know, the cigar is actually smokable, believe it or not. I did a sort of like a plug with hookah hoses on the back that you could actually, if you get, you know, I would have to say 500 people very, very close to each other uh, <laughs> that want to, you know, draw on this thing. We could probably get this thing lit. I just, it'll be a shame to let it go. Uh, no, don't light it. Yeah. Don't light it. Well, listen... George, listen, I, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day there, starting out early, getting up, getting on the show, and uh, talking well, I, to us I and our listeners. And uh, I will hopefully give you a call later this evening, and uh, we'll get together for a couple cocktails. Oh, there you go. So best of luck, guys. I appreciate the time. And, you know, keep smoking granite bottles. Keep smoking granite bottles. Thanks a lot, George. Get some rest, and I'll see you Thanks, later. George. Thanks, George. All right, you guys take care. Have a good night. Bye. What a great, what a great guy. Well, listen, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, after the break, we're going to have our one hundred dollar Altus trivia question as we do weekly, and um, hopefully you win a chance at a hundred dollars. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. We'll be back at two point five. For 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand, Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastran Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua, Antonio, 1970 is just such a cigar. 
is the original Nicaraguan puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong as ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40 plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Gran Habato Cigars is a family-owned and operated company started by Guillermo and George Rico. Using only the best raw materials on earth, Gran Habato begins the growing process with Habato and Corojo seeds, which are grown on company-owned farms in Colombia, Panama, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica. The process comes to fruition at the Boutique Factory, which focuses on quality control and high-end productivity, making it one of the top cigar companies in the world. For more, visit www.ghcigars.com. Gran Available at all smoke-in locations. The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and single-region cigars have scored 91 and 92, respectively, by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-year cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio family cigar and experience something special. You are listening to KMA Radio. If you don't like it, kiss my ash. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. <laughs> That was a very nice interview with George. That went really well, yeah. Thanks, I know, George. Yeah, I know he's going to do the best he can to make me not sleep again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably waiting for me at the gate. Hey. Surprise. Well, listen, we're going to get into our smoking Hot Weekly deal. There's a Hot Weekly deal every week at www.smoking.com. This Hot Weekly deal, in tribute to our industry trade show, is the Sin City Sampler. It is a 20-cigar sampler, five Perdomo Champagne Robustos, Five Perdomo Habano Corojo Robustos, five Romeo and Julieta Habano Toros, and five Padilla 1948 Robustos. Twenty cigars for forty nine ninety five. Regular retail is one twenty five fifty. You're saving sixty percent. If you're interested in Smokin's Hot Weekly Deal, visit www.smokin.com. Lady M, I'm here. You have a $100 Altidus trivia question I for sure us today? I sure do. I sure do. In honor uh, of Vegas, you know, we're going to kind of uh, make our trivia question, you know what? Are we all familiar with the Rat Pack? I don't know. Are you familiar? Uh, no. Who's in the Rat Pack? <laughs> Emily, I want you to listen. Did you really, yeah. did you really a make bit. a Rat Pack Sinatra? question? Uh, and? And. Uh, uh, uh. All right. By the way. No, 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 no. Come on. And how old are you? How old are you, really? I'm, I'm. 21? I'm 23 years. Young. You really don't know who's in the rap pack? No, I don't. It should hurts. I? It hurts. Yeah, you should. You know what? I'm going to. I don't know. I'm just feeling that old right now or she should really you really should know emily this is the deal with the rap Dean pack. martin yeah oh that was yeah exactly yeah, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> you have to know frank sinatra dean martin and sammy Davis, Davis jr. jr the other guy joey everybody bishop, forgets yeah, yeah. joey bishop you can you can forget i mean we'll let it slide he's unimportant all right sorry babe go ahead okay, T- tell us tell us right. the question i want to know if someone can answer my question she picked the rap pack question didn't even look him up i love it uh, what, i love I, it i want to know what hotel did they originally start playing at in las vegas oh Oh, good question. Do you know this one? I do. Okay, well, you listen. Do? I do. We're going to we're gonna take calls, so call in, and the first caller who gets it right will win a $100 K 
gift certificate, courteous, courteous, courtesy. <laughs> I got the brand in the... <laughs> oh, let's get the number out there. Yes. The number is 877-927-6969. And uh, the first caller who gets it right will win a $100 gift certificate, courtesy of Altidus USA. <laughs> you, you, you did it. Good for you. I'm telling you. Good Lack for you. of sleep is starting to get to me. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our uh, weekly awards right now. Nice. We're going to do the uh, Monkey of the Week Award. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Me too. This award, of course, goes out to a very special person who, for one reason or another, just seems like they quite haven't evolved yet. <laughs> this week's award goes out to 18-year-old Daniel J. Moore of Georgia. Now, we've all been guilty of butt dialing. And let me tell you something. With my name, I'm at the top of everybody's call mm-hmm. list. Yes, I get are. butt dialed daily, okay? Well, this Georgia teen happened to butt dial 911 no. during his drug deal. No. Oh, my True story. gosh. Went so far to even mention where he was. Oh. Now, where do you think he was? At his house. No. School. No. Waffle House, of course. <laughs> Poor guy's got, got, the, the he's got the munchies. Yeah, he, he's at the Waffle House. Munchies have said, and the police arrive. 911 is still, the dispatchers are still listening in. He's still sitting at the eatery. You know, once he realizes the entire conversation was recorded, he cooperated with the police and turned over the drugs. So. Oh, my. What, what drugs? Do we know? No, they really didn't mention the oh. article. Mr. Moore, you are our monkey of the week. Congratulations. Monkey. And now for our long ass salute of the week. This, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb on this one. Um, the long ass salute goes out to 50 year old Californian Domingos Oliveira. Domingos was, uh, more than unpleased with his 19 year old daughter's boyfriend. Oh boy. Well, you know, this is not a case of daddy not liking, uh, the man, his little, you know, his little girl's life. Um, the 33 year old, 33 year old boyfriend. No, of the 19 year old girl? Uh, oh, that's not the bad part. Oh, the 30, no. no, the 33 year old boyfriend was a registered sex offender. Oh no. And wow. convicted of lewd acts on a 14 year old child. No. So what does Domingo do? He puts up wanted posters all over town with a photo of the boyfriend offering a $3,000 bounty, dead or alive. I love it. Oh, wow. You know, you know sure, you know, <laughs> you know, sure, Domingos was bought in for suspicion of uh, solicitation of murder. <laughs> you know, wow. and while, while this could be reprehensible, you know, I have two little girls myself, and I don't think you can set a limit on what a father is going to do to protect his little girl. No kidding. Yeah, don't true story. Him. So, you know, Senor Domingos, Jose... Oliva, this cigar is for you. There should be more dads like him out there. I tell you, I, I got respect for a guy like that. That's a great idea. You know, I don't know if it's a great idea. but I think it's a great idea. That's fantastic. I, I think it's something probably every father wants to do at one point or yeah. another. So uh, we got some uh, we got some uh, callers here on our trivia question. Oh, do we? Yeah. Yes, Jeez. we do. Let's let's see uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, okay, sorry. Anyone will do. Sorry. <laughs> Buttons, I'm getting a little tired here. It's, it's starting to show. Seven. Carl from Illinois. Carl, you're on the air. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, good morning, gentlemen and young lady. How are you? How's everybody this morning? We're doing very good, Carl. How about you? Fantastic. Great. Carl, so, Rat Pack, do All you know right. the uh, first uh, hotel that they uh, appeared in? Well, let's take a guess. I'm thinking the Sands. The Sands would be correct. We have a winner. Uh, 
Do you know what uh, what hotel is in place of the Sands right now? You know, they imploded the Ooh, sands. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah, they yeah. imploded the sands to make room for. Somebody yeah. did a little research last night. That's Except a, on that's, the Rat Pack. That's a tough one. I wouldn't even have a guess on that. Take one. a guess, Carl. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, I'll tell you the um the the cigar trade show will be held there. The. That's good hit. Oh, wow! I was gonna say we'll be staying there. there. We'll be staying. Yeah, I'll we'll be staying there, there this evening. I'll it's... be at the penthouse level. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I, I, the only thing I was thinking of was, was maybe one of the new ones, like the Excalibur. Nope. Uh, the Venetian, Carl, but very, <laughs> very nice. Stay on the line, Carl. Thank you for listening, hey. and uh, we'll. Thank, thank you, guys. Listen to you all the time. Absolutely. Thank you. Stay don't on, don't you. hang up. Yeah, don't I hang will. up. We'll grab your information and uh, we'll get that certificate out to you. Carl from Illinois gets it right, saying. So yeah, it's yeah. the Venetian now. Venetian. Yeah, we'll be there. Very cool. We'll be there tonight. Yeah. I want to hear more about this trade show you guys are going to. I, I'm a li- I'm a little sad. I'm not going. <laughs> But I, I, I want to hear more about Tell it. Me. What do we got planned? I'm what, gonna take going to take lots. Of, I'll take lots of pictures for you. It'll explain. Oh, it all. I, I want your pictures. <laughs> Absolutely. I want all, all the pictures that occur after two or three a.m. Uh, yeah, that's your mission, by <laughs> the way. That's, that's, is that my job? That's your show? job. That's yeah. my job to provide all the media. No, trade show's good. It's, it's our annual show. In fact, what's really nice. I mean, not to get off tangent, but next year the show is here in Orlando. No, oh, is it really? Okay. Yes, yeah, hasn't been here. You know, I, I really should have looked this up. I, I think it's been at least seven, eight years. Yeah. When, when was the law passed where they stopped smoking in, in restaurants and uh, oh, hotels man. down here? But that year that that law passed, the trade show was supposed to be here in Orlando. It's been at least five years. Yeah. So uh, that year when that law passed, the show was scheduled to be here. They were hoping that the, the, it wouldn't get passed. The law got passed, and at the last minute, they moved it to Nashville. They moved it to Opryland, Nashville. The right. show hasn't been back to Florida since. So, mm. um uh, this uh, next year will be here in Orlando, so we won't have to drive far. Maybe come up for the day. That's awesome. And, you know, all the guys from the shop can get a chance and check it out. Nice. Orlando. Finally. Yeah. It's I'm glad I'm making it to Vegas this year. Yeah, well, Vegas <laughs> is definitely the fun one. That's the one everybody wants to go to. So, um, well, listen, I want to thank everybody for listening to another great show. Um, next week, we'll be uh, doing our IPCPR review talking about all the neat stuff that we've seen and, mm. and pictures what, pictures <laughs> and uh, new stuff to be coming out and give you guys a full report you've been listening to kiss my ass radio we uh, hope you enjoyed the show sports fans stick around join our friends johnny c and the greek as they host the locker room sports talk with an edge remember gang life is short savor the moments that count most importantly never be afraid to express how you feel because if anybody doesn't like it just tell them to kiss your ass this is Honest Abe signing out and telling you to be merciless. Spare no cigar, smoke them all, and let God sort them out.